shit and paper on this player haters old news money on the other line so I'm ladies and gentlemen welcome back this is season two, episode four of I'm Not Gonna Hold You, man. As usual, I'm your host, Scott. You know where to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Bob Chess Scott. Subscribe to HMB Media at HMB Media TV on Twitter and Instagram. And also follow the Barber's Chess Network at Barber's Chess Network on Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com backslash Barber's Chess Network. A little quick announcement there will be no summer sessions this week. Me and Pat will be at the Clipper game, so I don't want, I don't want any hate mail. Y'all be y'all be in our mentions. What we don't do one, niggas be on, on my ass. Right? <laughs> so ain't gonna be one this week. But as you can see, we're we're in a, we're in a, a bigger space today, uh, and I have my guy here, my guy Big Waz. What's popping, bro? Uh, as, as a first, this is the first time. Yeah, first co-host today. Okay, word. First you usually co-host. do this on a solo tip. I usually do this on a solo. I have people come in for like 10, 15 minutes. And we get them, we get them in and out. But I wanted to have you here, nice. Since you're in the in the same area, in the yeah, first. man. You came to my neck of the woods, man. We in the valley, <laughs> we in, in the, the burbs. We're, we're in the valley, the valley boys. You and you and Pav. That's right. Uh, the valley boys, man. And so, uh, by the way, early happy birthday to you. Thank you, man. Thank you. My, I got a birthday on Sunday, but you know we, you know we going up. Oh week. yeah, we you got multiple, multiple, <laughs> multiple, multiple parties, man. We, yeah, facts. Know, we'll, we'll see if if I have the energy to get off. The, it's, the couch for it's, it's tough and But listen You don't gotta do any Look There's no football this week There's not And NBA is what it is We in the <laughs> We in the freaking Doldrums right now Yeah and basically, we everybody's in a holding pattern until February 10th, which is the trade deadline. Yes. And so, yeah, man, it's not like you got a lot of sports and nothing. You know? And it's not the sports. You know, I'm just, I, I feel like I turned 30 and I just. I just you just, just be, be at the crib. I just be at the at crib. The crib and especially with pandemic, like I try to stay away from bigger crowds. Right. And it's funny because I went to a Chargers game. It was like 70,000 motherfuckers. <laughs> I couldn't pass up free tickets. I was that, in the VIP section. Bro. Listen, that's the funny thing about the Kyrie thing to me. It's like he goes into Pac Stadium. Where everybody there is doing whatever the hell they want, and I know for a fact not every single person oh, in that stadium not. absolutely got their vaccination. No. So it's like, what are we really doing? Like, I mean, my, my thing with Kyrie, you know, and I, I say this for every time we do. Uh, I'm tired of talking about Kyrie. I'm tired of talking about the Lakers. We're gonna do it about both today. <laughs> but with Kyrie, is just like you know, if it's not, it's not even about the vaccine. With Kyrie. No, it's the principle. It's the principle. <laughs> it's the principle. <laughs> and it's like everything else with him. And I know, and you can tell him hard and comments. He's sick of him. Like he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Harden, like I'm on hundred percent. Testing free agency this year. It's like, <laughs> and I forgot who said it. I think it was Bomani said it. Like, KD and Kyrie have the cushion of even just work out. KD got two rings. Kyrie got a ring. Kyrie right. got the biggest shot in what Ohio sports history. Right. Yeah. They're good. Harden's right. just looked at as a club rat right now. Yes. So he wants his legacy to get so. But, you know, we'll get into the Nets later on, man. Uh, you know, we're going to talk about, you know, what's been going on with this past weekend with Championship Sunday. We're going to talk about some NBA since, you know, NFL is almost over, but I want to start this first with my sound off. A favorite topic of yours. Uh huh. We we got to give it up to the goat, man. Oh God, Thomas Jesus Edward Christ. Patrick Brady Jr. Now, oh God, just, just let him know he's a, he's a Jets fan. Oh, he's he's. <laughs> He's a Jets fan, so I know I'm gonna be I'm gonna get the love out before you get yeah. the hate. It's no hate, but yeah, do what you do. Because <laughs> I, I'm fine. It's equal opportunity. I, I literally buried Aaron Rodgers on the show last year. <laughs> I, I literally buried him. You know? uh, I love it. So shout out to everybody. You know, that was like one of my most watched Twitter clips. I think we hit like, you know, six thousand on Twitter. So I, I appreciate y'all. Yes, Aaron Rodgers be watching it. It is personal. So, you know. 
It, 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 keep, keep it how you want. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite football player, Tom Brady, called it a career this week. Of course, it came out over the weekend. Adam Schefter, Jeff Darlington said he's calling it quits. You know how Brady is. Brady wanted to tell people himself. His dad came out. Well, my son's not retiring. And, we, you know, they, they kind of have Shafter on, on a summer jam screen for him. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, see if he was going to, you know, do it or not. What was funny right. to me about Brady, <laughs> you know, he got his podcast with um uh, Jim Gray. Okay. And, uh, what's my man? Name? He played in Arizona. Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, Let's Go Podcast. He's basically on there saying it's a day-to-day thing. I don't know yet. The next morning. He don't even put out a press release. He on Instagram. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to do a seven-page slide, which had no mention of the, the, the Patriots, by the way. Like, he's yeah. still treating them like a baby mama, but, you know. Yeah. But, you know, long story short, man, I want to I wanna give a shout-out to the guy who my first ever Super Bowl party I threw was the, the 2001 Super Bowl, which, of course, was Jane, February 02. Was that McNabb or was that No, that was Mahomes? Uh, that was, no, the, that, oh, one. Oh shit! Yeah, oh, the, the Rams. Yeah, okay, the Rams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what, what, got what you. Brady became Brady. Got you. And I was in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. I threw my first ever uh, Super Bowl party. I was really excited about that. Did y'all my, have hot wings? I had hot wings. Okay. Had the whole and my mom cooked. Nice. You know, when you were seventh grade, you got your own. That's party. a big deal. Instead, That's I, a big deal. I was big shit. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, a lot of people was trying to get invited, and my mom was like, "You got to invite your whole class." I was like, "I don't like all of them." Nah, anyway, nah, it can't be yeah, the whole class. Can't be the whole class. <laughs> it was about I'd say probably like 15, 20 of us. That's fire. 27 Greatest is a lot, so I gotta have props to my parents for dealing yeah, with they, us for they, a night. Yeah, they they stepped up to the plate stepped on that one. Yeah, that means I had good grades that year because you know my mom, <laughs> <laughs> my mom's a teacher, so you know she, if Got I had some you. bad grades, that definitely wasn't gonna happen. But that was my first Super Bowl party, and I remember if they won, I I picked the Patriots just because everybody's picking the Rams, right? And you know me, I like to go to the other side a lot of times, and so like I watched it, and I was just like, I instantly became a fan, just yeah, just off the rip. You know, and here I am. I was I was thirteen. So the fun funny thing about that is, again, I, I had the opposite experience of watching <laughs> that Super Bowl because one, I was I loved that greatest show on turf Rams team, like because I loved the receivers and yeah. I loved Marshall Falk. Marshall Falk is one of my and probably in my top five favorite football players. Yeah. Of all time, because he could just do everything that you needed a back to do. Yeah. Block the hell out of people. Obviously, an incredible running back, patience, vision, all of that. And then the receiver, he's probably the greatest receiver out yeah. of the backfield in the history of the sport, right? Yeah, and that's Lo- when the time where running backs weren't catching. Right, exactly. Yeah. 100%. And then, of course, Isaac Bruce, yeah. sick. Torrey Holt, sick. I even messed with Asakim, the Ooh. white boy Ricky Prohl. They Ooh, were Ricky inc- Prohl a throwback. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They were incredible yeah. on Madden, right? Um, And then, so I remember that season because people don't remember this, but I do because I'm a Jets fan. Drew Bledsoe got hurt against the Jets. Y'all started it. Yes. (laughs) Mo Lewis knocked Drew Bledsoe out the game. Yeah. And I feel like Belichick never really liked Bledsoe. Yeah. Parcells never really liked Bledsoe. But Parcells was, uh, I think Parcells was was Drew guy. Remember, remember, didn't he bring Drew to, to Dallas? He did, but like you know, Barcells likes people that he knows. That's, that's true. Yeah. He always brings. He brought Keyshawn in. Yep. He always brings yeah. his old dudes. Uh, I feel like Mo. Lu- no, somebody else was an old. Like he always brings his old dudes yeah. back to wherever he's at. 
Anyway, um, it gave Belichick the the reason to to sit Drew Bledsoe, and the rest was history. Of course, the freaking Tuck game, Tuck, tuck rule, rule happened yeah. right before. I was just like, "Yo, this team will not freaking <laughs> die." And I remember everybody remembers this, but I remember when Madden was like, "Yo, I don't know why they're trying to score here. Just yeah. take your OT and keep it pushing." And of course, leads them down the field goal, the whole thing. It was awful, and then it just never freaking stopped. But that's why it's got to be like Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. At least I can have the benefit of. He's only won one championship. No, yeah, but Brady. Brady's been like I would probably I would I feel like if I was a Jets fan I would couldn't stand him. Either. But and the thing about the Brady Super Bowls like there's really not been any. They dominated the Rams basically. Um, yeah. the the when they played Jared Goff like they but they only scored 13 points but like they could have lost the first Rams. Could have lost to the Eagles. Could have lost, lost to, to Carolina. Yep. Could I mean they damn near lost Should've to lost Seattle. Should have lost to like all of these games have been so excruciating. That's the, the only one. one where they actually exerted their dominance was against Philly in the first time. With, sure, with Donovan though, because Donovan is, right, is but a even that ended up being like they they ended up losing by like three points or something like that. Yeah, that's, whatever that, it was. That was a garbage time touchdown. Sure, that's fair. They, that they, they beat them up. Yeah. Sure, but like Seattle, I remember being at my boy Matty P's crib for that, and I was just like, ta. They about to be finished. <laughs> like Beast Mode about to kill him. All and I was like, wow. I like I was I was speechless. Yeah, that was my when first that Super interception Bowl in LA. got thrown. My first Super Bowl in LA, we had it in my apartment. It was me, Thomas, and Fab. And uh, it sounds like, oh, Brady, we got him now. We got him now. Oh, and my we gosh. could not believe they threw the ball. <laughs> right and there. you know, another thing that I always tell the story, I'll never get tired of it. Um, my greatest sports moment as a fan ever that I ever experienced. Is eighteen and one. I've never been more happy. <laughs> I have never felt more joy from the result of a sporting event than eighteen and one. Like, and I don't, and I hate the Giants. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's one of those things. Like, when you have another team in your city, like with the with you uh, and the Cubs, no. you never want to see anything positive look, happen man, to them. If, if, <laughs> when the Cubs won, the Cubs played the Indians. Well, the, the let me let me clarify that the Guardians. And <laughs> you know, I gotta clarify that when it, when when they played the Guardians in the World Series of 2016, I was conflicted. I hate the Cubs, and Cleveland's in my division. They've been mm. kicking the White Sox. That right. I was like. I'm right. like, can Bain just show up and we right. don't get nothing? Right, right, but right. Like, That's when, exactly the yeah. same thing. Yeah. So it's like when, when Rajay Davis hit that home run and, and I, I felt for my mom. She's, I was like, you know what? It's just too much suffering anyway. I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you were like, all right, at least right. my mother will be happy. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> she called me crying. I was like, okay. Uh. <laughs> Okay, I, I get it. You know. But the downside was Cub fans started talking like the Yankees. After yeah, that, yeah, they really, they really started, they really started going crazy, didn't bro, they? It, it, it go crazy. So I, I can only imagine bro. eighteen and one was probably the only time I didn't root for them because I bet money on the Giants. Oh wow! It was my first year in college, and that's I had awesome. This, I had this bet with this white boy in my class. And I don't even know how it happened, but they were so like, I was like, you know what, fuck the Giants winning. Yeah, I'm putting up fifty. That was great. I'll never forget that pa Plaxico touchdown pass. I'll yeah. It's like in my mind's eye. Yeah, yeah. That cornerback <laughs> falling on the ground. like, And I just, like, I'm like, oh, my God, this is actually really happening. going to happen. Yeah. Because if they would have went 19-0, that, like, it's we'd still be hearing about that 19-0. And that's what, have you seen any of the man of the arena? Uh, it's like kind of like Brady's little last name. Nah, you, come on. You know, I, I don't know you why know I'm not that. watching I don't know why. that, bro. Yeah, you, I mean, just take a while, I guess, how many times I've watched it already, like... Three, three times? It's around there. It's around there. <laughs> I'm waiting for episode 10. What's around there? So the episode they have on the 07 season, he's like, 
He said, man, I would give up like two rings to have 07. Because it was just so perfect. It was just so perfect. And even now, like with all the high flying offense that we see, I've never seen a better offense than 07. Yeah. You know, the crazy thing is like, I always tell people this, like, I'm at a point in my age now where I can admit that. Brady is better than Manning, right? Whatever. Oh, but I was okay. I was a Manning guy, though. I feel you. It took me a long time to admit LeBron's better than Kobe. But I, got you. <laughs> I, was, I, got you. I, was, I was a Manning guy, right? Yeah. Like, I was a Manning guy. And what happened was, like, Brady was like, look, Bill, like, I've gotten to the point where I have a mastery of the game. Right. Just like Peyton Manning. Because early in Brady's career, they wasn't doing was like, all of this. Yeah, that's why I said. Brady wasn't really Brady to, like, 06. Yeah, exactly. He was very system quarterback Yeah, for he a was. And Bill was like, yo, we're doing this ball control shit. Yeah. This is, like, you're not going to be that guy. But Manning, you know, by, by, by the time 07 happened, Manning, for a few years, he had that, like, 48 touchdown yep. season. All of, Then he did 44. Then it was just like. And then the playoffs and he's came, like, and he became. I don't, Matthew Stafford before this year. We'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> yeah. Sure. <laughs> but but Brady was just like, look, like I have a mastery of the game, fam. Yeah. Just get me some damn tools yeah. and watch what I do. Yeah. And then in 07, you know, they, they got Randy Moss and it was just like It's like I, Randy ridiculous. Moss was, is the like, there's a few players as, as a Bears fan who like, I could like, I want a Randy Moss jersey so bad. In, right, in right. But you just couldn't embarrass yourself. No, no, no. I want my mom. When my mom said, we a Bears house. You're not getting the Vikings. <laughs> oh, you wanted it. Yeah, I wanted it. I didn't care. No. I said, I want to. Randy Moss is my guy. Like, even today, yeah. I, 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 I love Devontae Adams. I right, love, right. And it makes me feel he's so a, dirty. He's, he's a dope player to watch. But I love sure. Devontae. Like, and so, like, it was that kind of thing was like, I wanted Moss to win one, but it was just, you know, we, like we always say in all the shows you've been on, I like being right. Being right yeah, yeah, being right is more important than everything. a lot of things. So it's like, yeah. I, I was like, I picked the Giants this game, so it was all good. And they bounced right. back. And like we talking about how Brady was, the first three championships, that defense was another level. Yeah. The facts. last three with New England, you, the offense was was the carry. Sure. Was the carry. The defense Except was for against enough. the Rams. Except for against the Rams. The yeah. Rams, yeah. Jared Goff, every defense could look like world beaters against that fool. I want to thank Sean McVay for uh, giving Jared Goff to the NFC North. That's <laughs> two wins off rip every so year. Terrible. So I appreciate that. Oh, but, my goodness. You know, we're going to wrap this segment yeah. up. I just want to say salute to the GOAT. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I don't, know, I don't know what it's going to be like to watch football without him. It's going you know, to be weird. You know what I will say about Brady, and we can get off of it, is that Unlike a lot of his predecessors, he's not an attention whore. No, he's not. Like straight up and down. He started he got the ins he got the Instagram and Twitter yeah. and would post the little thing before because it's like they're like, yo, bro, you have a brand? Yeah. You're a celebrity. Yeah. You need to pitch it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, he's not like a spotlight dude. He's not an attention whore. All of his teammates. You're not gonna have, see it on Saturday Night Live like you see Peyton. Left. Nah, and, and I don't even think Peyton's an attention whore. Nah, he, but he's Peyton's just good funny. at it. Yeah, Peyton's funny. Yeah, yeah he's good Eli. at it. I didn't know Eli was funny either. Yeah, yeah, but all of Brady's teammates have nothing but the utmost respect to yeah. say amazing things about him. They all love him, so you gotta give him that. It's just man. I, under, I understand as a Jets fan, like you know, like my thing with Rodgers was my biggest issue with Rodgers up until this year when he decided to like talk was that. I just had issue with his uniform. Like I legit hate Brett Favre. Like it's like a human being. Like, <laughs> like I don't like that guy. You know, like Rogers when he goes to another team, out of sight, out of mind. I'm not gonna care. He yeah, can win yeah, as many yeah. championships he wants. Brett I don't Favre, give a damn. no matter where he goes, Brett you hate Favre, him. I hate him forever. Like my greatest pleasure. And when I'm become a homeowner, I love that the Bears retired him. In 2010, when they won the North, and Brian Urlacher knocked them out, stood over him, and they had to carry him out of the game. <laughs> 
I'm getting that. Like, you getting that friend? I'm getting that friend when I become a homeowner. It, it was perfect. But uh, salute to Brady, man. Let's let's talk about the reasons that he did retire. The Young facts, Bucks facts. in the NFL. Um, it's just a great time for NFL. Let's talk about the Chiefs, man. Chiefs completely collapsed last week, losing the AFC Championship game yeah. to Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals, man. This to me, I picked. I was wrong. I have not been. I, I, my first week for all car weekend, I went six and all my predictions. I'm one in five in the last two weeks. Oh my lord! But the one I got right was the one I wanted. Niners over Packers. But yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I'll take it. I'll take it. You know. Oh my but goodness! With this, it was like I didn't see this happening because mm-hmm. I was like one. They already beat them to clinch the division. I'm like, you're not gonna beat the the uh, right the Chiefs twice, right? Especially not an Arrowhead, but. The Chiefs, I don't want. I hate when people say the team beat themselves because kind of like discredited the team. Yeah. But the Chiefs kind of beat themselves. Yeah. They got cocky at halftime and at the end of the game. What's your thoughts on how that went? And do you think the Man. mystique of Mahomes is going away a little bit? So the halftime thing, I'm always go for it on fourth and like if you're within two yards, go for it. of your goal. Yeah. Go for it. You should be able to if you. If you consider yourself to be a championship level you offense, be able to get two yards. you should be able to get two yards on yeah. fourth down somehow, some way. Um, so I was with the decision. Obviously, throwing a bubble screen seemed like a weird thing to do yeah. with that little time and, and all of that. But it's like, I mean, how could you argue with giving the ball to Tyreek Hill, yeah. right? Like, that's a hard thing to argue with. Plus, it's halftime. Yeah. And you getting the ball back. It's like, all right, cool. But They're not going to score on us. Yeah. Right. And so the rest of the game, though, and, you know, Listening to a bunch of people, reading a bunch of stuff, people. Because when you're watching the game, you don't really know what the teams are doing strategically. Because yeah. like the camera angle doesn't allow you to see. It's not like when you watch it basketball. It's like, all right, they're playing drop pick and roll coverage. Yeah. All right, they're well, switching it depends, pick and rolls. Like my brother played football. He can. He's like. He's like Tony Romo. If you watch a game with him, right? He'll be like, oh, I know what they they run a cover something something. Like he'll know that right. shit. Me, I don't know. He'll he'll For say sure. like he John Madden. Like he'll be pointing out. For sure. He'll be like, oh, he's getting cooked. Like I will be in like the press box at Bears game. Touchdown! Like, <laughs> no, for it. sure you can like you can figure out if they're playing man or zone, yeah. but like it's kind of hard to see like what the safeties are doing. Yeah. Or, like you can't keep your eyes on both things at a time when you're yeah. watching on on TV. And they're like, "Yo, the Bengals actually switched up what they were doing. They was like, we're just gonna rush three, get pressure, and drop eight, and they was able to contain them. Yeah. And so whatever you give the Bengals credit for adjusting, you give the offense credit for. Getting scores, um, the Bengals were able to force some turnovers. They took advantage. Like you give them credit for that. But that last possession, bro, <laughs> they 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 jagged it so hard. I'm like, at first that I was, was like, terrible. I remember I was like, yo, Cincinnati got to let them score. I'm like, cause they're not gonna That's get the ball I back. Said, I was too. like, Cincinnati got to let them score. But then I think Mahomes got sacked, and I was like, oh shit. I was like, then he got sacked again. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, no, you you got to hold them now, Bruh. Yeah. Bruh, it was that last possession when they get into the end zone. Yeah. And it's like, all right, y'all about to score a touchdown. Y'all about to go up. It's about to be a wrap for these dudes. Yeah. But, like, they would have to come down and score. And I think they would have ended up having, like, either one timeout or whatever was the case. And they just – and Mahomes completely shit the bed on that. And then in OT, all three passes were just horrible. Terrible. <laughs> The one way he to the left where he sailed it over the dude's head could have been picked. The yep. one after that could have been could've picked. Been and the picked. last one did get was picked. Was picked, yeah. It was just like, wow, like Mahomes played bad. But again, like, these things happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you don't play as well as you possibly can. Yeah. And Mahomes has made such a crazy standard for himself. I get it. And I think he'll improve from this, but he was legit. And OT. 
He was rattled, he was, bro. He was rattled that whole second half. Like, even last year when they got blown out by Tampa, you could say the offensive line was out. Right. You know what I'm saying? The offensive line was bad. You can give him, you know, with great players, you try to find reasons for it, yeah. like, for years. And, no, it's not Rodgers. It's the defense. It's not Rodgers. <laughs> Devontae Adams. That's why I loved it this year that it was Rodgers. But, yeah, but, but yeah. this time... They scored three points in the second half. Yeah, that's bad. Three, plus, three points. That's unacceptable. That's unacceptable. And he was throwing. He was looking. He was looking like under pressure. But I really think last week when they beat Buffalo, when they wasn't supposed to beat Buffalo, they was like, oh, we can play like bullshit and get mm. away with. Even mm. if you pay attention to the overtime of this game, they won the toss. Crowd went ape shit. Like they won the game. Yeah, they, yeah. Like they won the game. And bro, so, I, I, I don't think I've ever heard a crowd that loud in, in my life. You would have thought they made the game. It was it crazy and how, I was like, how nuts oh. they went. And if I'm at home saying that's disrespectful, <laughs> I can only imagine <laughs> with Burrow chasing all them on the yeah. sideline. Oh, okay, bet. Watch yeah. this. So you know, I will say as far as Mahomes, he'll be fine. Yeah, he'll he'll he's grow straight. from this. Um, but I will say that I do think the mystique. Of him mm. is gone Like mm. as far as like People not scared of him anymore Sure You know like Last year When Brady Brady Not even Not really Brady But that Tampa defense Brought him down to size Like yeah. if you can have Athletic linebackers Like Devin White in them Then you can kind of Slow him down Now you got a rookie Came in the old house And beat you Yes, he's he gonna have to like get it back. He wants to get it back in blood. Well, next year. Joe's a second year player, but yeah, he, yeah he's second, it's yeah. his first playoff. First playoffs. Oh, and on the, the road, and you know, because people had asked him, asked Joe Burrow, like, "Oh, you nervous about going to Arrowhead? It's mad loud." He's like, "I played in the SEC." He played in Death Valley, bro. Like, like, what are you <laughs> talking about? He's like, "Bro, I played in the SEC. Like, NFL stadiums aren't yeah, that nothing. loud, my my boy." That's like, like a preseason. Crowd. I'm good, and yeah. yeah, and look, Joe Burrow. You know, I'm ha like, this is the thing. I I root for Joe Burrow. I, I've since that LSU season, like a buddy of mine. He was on a hot streak just riding LSU, and he sent a bunch of us in a group text. He was like, yo, I have been betting LSU for four weeks straight, and not only are they winning, they're beating the brakes off big. of these, yeah. these teams. Like, bro, this is my squad. Like, And, like, this team is cool. Like, when I'm watching them, like, yo, this there's something they different. Dancing, they got the whole field. There's something different yeah. about this team. And and because of him, I started watching them closely. We threw a whole big party for the Bama game where they beat the brakes off brakes of Bama, Bama. In yeah. a way that I had never. I've never seen a Nick Saban team get humbled like that. They just, yeah. from, from, from the jump. whistle. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that was like, and Joe Burrow, what I liked about it is not just that, obviously, he was an accurate passer and he's reading defenses and making quick decisions. He wasn't afraid to use his feet. Yeah. And I think in the conference finals, that's where he really, conference championship, excuse me, that's where he really showed his ass and was yeah. like, yo, I'm escaping pressure, yeah. bro. Like, I'm making dudes miss in the backfield. Miss. And it's like he survived that Tennessee game. They sacked him nine times. Yeah, that was I crazy. I have not seen a, a, a quarterback in the playoffs get that destroyed since that NFC Championship game like 11 years ago where, where the Niners were power driving Eli Manning. I'm talking about <laughs> they was putting Eli through tables, bro. Like, he Eli was getting was beat a tough up. dude. He's he, super tough. He's a tough dude. Um, Yeah, no, because there was time, Scott, where like – you know when the defensive lineman is doing something, they, they they have different ways of sacking you. Like, sometimes they do the joint where they hit the guy really hard yeah, and drop him to they the slam floor. Other times they, like, pick you up and drop you. Other times, like, they tackle you and make sure their whole weight of right. their body <laughs> lands on top of you. Yeah. And they did that a bunch of times to Joe Burrow. I was just like, yo, and it's not – because it's not even DNs who are like – He's a linebacker. He's a like, – and, like – 
freaking defensive tackles, the yeah. three hundred pounders on this dude. They was doing a lot of, you know, I like to say Khalil Mack and Robert Quinn be throwing people out the club. Like <laughs> they they be doing like them disrespectful type yeah, throws. Like, yeah, you know, it was crazy what they did to him the week before. Um, and yeah, man, he's just a tough dude, yo. And you know, you hear people say, "Oh, he's got it, he's got it." I just think he has a nose for the game. Yeah, he's smart. Like he really understands football on like a really deep level, and he uses his talents to manipulate the shit. And it's and it's dope to see. But like, last the week, but last week or the week before, we watched Josh Allen go home. But he went home going. He, he went out. He went out swinging. Like you, you know, know what I'm saying. If you're gonna lose, like Brady and them, the Bucks lost, but they was down 27-3. Like, yeah, they, they went, went hard. Out swinging. Yeah, like, the way the Chiefs lost, I was like, this is so it's sad, nasty. Rogers let, uh, let let uh, let Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm not. You know, that, I'm not gonna get off. Nah, I'm, I'm Rogers. He went out. Jimmy he Garoppolo. went out sad. Rogers said two years ago when uh when the Niners <laughs> beat them in 2019. Oh, uh-huh. we got to get this game in Green Bay with the cold in the winter. You know what's funny about that? People act like Jimmy Garoppolo not from like Chicago area. <laughs> cold don't fit. We invented cold. Like also, like Rogers, like it's not like you've you've had plenty of plenty home of games. Game. Here's another stat for you. <laughs> yeah. You know, Lambeau Field hosts the most playoff losses with seven over the last twenty years. Mm. That is a course like wow. hard fact right there. Wow, I remember. I remember like nobody had ever won at Lambeau yeah, Field dude, in a playoff when, game when until Favre Mike Vick. Was there? Yeah, well, Favre was there. You couldn't beat them in Lambeau. <laughs> and then Mike Vick sort of broke the curse, and then and it's then just Eli, been like ten years later. It's just been open season open on Lambeau season, ever man, since. But, <laughs> <laughs> I'm riding you forever, Rogers. No, yeah. never letting off. But with Burrow, man. One thing I love about Burrow, I know a lot of people like him. I seen Rich Eisen comparing him to like Tom Brady, which I think is. A stretch. And I think we're about to get to this era where, like, you know, everybody in the NBA is the next LeBron. <laughs> right. And, like, I think, like, the reason we talk about Wiggins, because they called him the next LeBron. Ben right. The next LeBron. We're about to get to this phase where they're going to be calling other quarterbacks. Zion, the next LeBron. The, the yeah. next LeBron. You know, Zion can't even get on court. So, it's like, with with um all these quarterbacks, we're going to start seeing new Brady, new Brady. But I'm going to give you a throwback. He reminds me of Joe Montana. Yeah, I've been watching the Montana Doc. Montana Doc's really good. On Peacock is incredible. Um, And, yeah, very early on in his career, he was a scrambler. Not right. Yeah, exactly. You know, he was nice at hoops, just like Joe Burrow. And, yeah, and doesn't have the crazy arm strength. Really what he had was anticipation, timing, and could make quick decisions, could diagnose defenses really quickly. I think that's a great comparison Uh, because Brady Brady could do the subtle – Movements in the pocket, but obviously never was a scrambler, but yeah. could get out of the way yeah. of the rush like really quickly. Now let's keep it a buck. Beautiful Brady footwork. wasn't as good as Burrow early in his career. Hell no. Let, let's keep Hell it a buck. No. Let, let's Not keep a lot it. of people have been. Right, exactly. In year two, quarterbacking in the NFL. Um, but again, you know, part of that too, Scott, is new era. New era. Like the co- the concepts from college to the NFL are way more similar now. Yeah. Um Dudes can't just break your whole fucking jaw and not get an unsportsmanlike penalty. You can use the middle of the field now in a way that you couldn't. Remember you used to describe people like, Michael Irvin goes across the the middle. (laughs) You know, like you was a tough receiver. Even a quarterback, if you're throwing in the middle, like that's like interception. Yeah, yeah. or you putting your your players at risk of just getting, you know, decapitated. Now you can use the middle of the field as much as you want. It's a different position. Like they can't tee off on you and you use the middle of the field. So I'll say that's different, but 
Joe Burrow is amazing. Burrow is amazing. And then also the other comparison I would give him to Joe uh, Montana. I mean, he's a little more flashy than Joe. Like yeah. I love what you said. We told the announcers, I way too much. Make, make, I make make too much money for this to be a fake change. Yeah, like, it's just like, I'm, I'm, I'm rich. Me. Like yeah, don't disrespect me. Like I'm that. rich. So I feel like he's more flashy than Joe, but both of them are real. They're, they're not really loud dudes. No, like, not at all. They're real quiet confidence. Like yeah, like even in documentary you saw, Joe couldn't stand the fact they were always talking about Dan Marino. When mm. he didn't show it. Nah. But in the locker room, he couldn't stand that shit. Yeah, so I yeah. know in his head all week, he's, I'm tired of hearing about my homes. Like, yeah, yeah, fact. Like, I'm finna show y'all what it is, man. So I just I just love how Burrow is. And then they've got a lot of, give a shout out to the front office of the Bengals. They brought a lot of LSU guys in there. Mm. He got some offensive linemen who are there for him. And then and, you got Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is just, oh, I mean, different. this whole little young crop of, crop of receivers we got with him, I love Justin Jefferson. And, and, yes, and he's I, dope. I, I'm just so glad he got a quarterback that stinks. And so he's not really a threat. Yeah, he to can't really take, yeah. be taken advantage with of. Kirk Cousins. But you know, I, with that Jamar's just like he's gone. So that trust factor's there. And then we were talking about the LSU teams. They really capture the spirit of New Orleans and Louisiana. Facts. They they love Joe Burrow down there. Like, yeah. I love posting that Boosie video. He's like, yeah. Oh fuck a nigga over with Joe Burrow. Like, <laughs> like they love Joe. Big facts. They Big love facts. Joe. So and, I, and remember the preseason when they were saying Jamar Chase can't catch. Oh, he can't catch. They he's got the drop and all of that. Man, yeah. he's he's so fun to watch because he's so physical, out muscles guys, out athletic guys. That after the catch, he's juking people, and it's just quick twitch. His acceleration is crazy, and you know. If we're gonna do comparison, I tweeted this the other day. I was like, he reminds me of Steve Smith. Yes. And in oh, the yeah. fact that he just physical. He just outfit. Don't try to press me at the line and of Steve jam. Steve wasn't a big guy either. No, not yeah. at all. It was just pure hard athleticism and strength, man. Steve Smith was blocking the hell out of dudes. He was the you know, yak, yards after catch. Like, give Steve Smith the ball, he's gonna make he's a play. Like, he was, look, man, he said Jake DeLone to the Super Bowl. Oh, Pro don't, Bowls. don't I mean, remind me. He, he, I, look, the game. You know, I got a 2005 NFC Divisional Playoffs, Soldier Field. Me and my homies, we watching the game. So I order a pizza. I swear to God, as soon as the pizza got here, I dropped it off in the kitchen. Before I got to back to the living room, he was in the end zone. Peanut Tillman. <laughs> Look, man. Where are you with Peanut Tillman? I can't stand Peanut Tillman. <laughs> I, 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 I can't stand Peanut. Like, I, there's a lot of Bears fans who get mad at me, like, oh, he should be in Hall of Fame. Takeaways, man. But that's, look, he, that's, that's my issue. And, like, He's either getting a takeaway or he getting burned. So he's getting There's, no, There's in no in between. There's no in between. Like I've seen, you know, night he's just getting fucked up. Now I will say he invented the punch and some yeah. new way. I give him credit on that. He's but not a Hall of Famer. He's a fan too. He's an FBI agent man now. Like oh yeah, whatever. What do you mean? What are you talking about? No, he's about? actually in the FBI right. He's training to be FBI. No, I, I swear stop to God. it. Peanut Tillman joined. Peanut Tillman is joining the force. He joined. Yes, he is oh, training God. to be an FBI agent. That's, That's problematic. Yeah. That's another reason for me to not like him. But <laughs> yeah, you know, but you know, but <laughs> with the Bengals, man, I just I just love that whole story. Yeah, it's a cool story. And he's doing all this with a with a bad offensive line. You know, it gives you yeah. hope that if you have a young quarterback, now I'm not, you know, I'm not crowning Justin Fields yet. He's still got a lot sure. to, to prove. But if they get this right, I mean he's got Rodgers. Uh, passing coordinator Rodgers wants this guy to be offensive coordinator. This is gonna be the guy who's building Justin. This gives me faith that this team in the NFL is always a year-to-year league. Yeah. They can be in competitive next year. So, you know, I'm a, I got to give a shout-out to them, man. But let's talk about the NFC real quick. The NFC champions are the L.A. Rams. Now, I seen a tweet of yours I want to talk to you about. You said the Rams partied hard. This, this. Bro, every <laughs> single place that I went Which on ones Sunday, did you see out? I, I saw, um, what's his name? You know Odell was out. 
I didn't see Odell, but I know he was out. Uh, Vaughn Miller. There's this other dude. Number 45, I think he's a linebacker or a D-end. I forget his name. It was a bunch of, but you know I don't know football players yeah. by face. Like, I, only know, I only know few by face because I'm like a diehard football fan. But Von Miller is one of those guys. You don't ever you see Aaron Donald out, dude. Aaron Donald nah, hell no. Aaron Donald don't be out. I think he's a family man. Yeah, yeah. Von Miller <laughs> is one of those dudes, though. When you see him he's out. He's a big dude doing the he's, popping in the he's, club. He's doing it. Yeah. Von Miller. He's he's a superstar. Oh, for, for sure. sure. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they was out, and they deserve to celebrate, man. Like, this is what I like about what they do, and I feel like a lot of teams don't do enough, especially in the NBA. But, like, they built their team off of stars. Yeah. Like, if you're going to beat us, it's because you were better than Jalen Ramsey that night. You were better than Aaron Donald that night. Yeah. You were better than Von Miller that night. You were better than OBJ that night. You were better than Cooper Cup that night. Like, they built their team around, like, you got to beat these dudes. It's not about, oh, you're going to scheme some guy open. Or, oh, you're going to, you know, you're going to come up with the perfect blitz design right. that tricked nah, the team. These are studs. These, no, you got to Beat Jalen Ramsey. Beat them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's what's cool about watching what they did because they went all in on this team and they've been rewarded with a Super Bowl trip where it's just like, bruh, they in a like once you get to the Super Bowl, it's rare that the team, any team is completely outmatched. No, no. Especially We've in seen this year's people playoffs. Get worked. Yeah, I mean, especially in this year's playoffs. Like I said before the playoffs start, this was like I didn't really know who was going to win. Nah, not at all. And if Tennessee would have made, I mean, I would have been surprised and disappointed. <laughs> but, like, I wouldn't have been, him. like, shocked. Like, oh, my God, the Titans, they, they had the best record in the AFC this yeah. year, right? Yeah, like, and the same would have went for Green Bay. Even Dallas, who, like, before the playoffs started, once I seen they drew the 49, I was like, they at home, they're way more talented on offense. They should win this game. I was like, this did this. this they're not going to win this game. No, it's, it's the Cowboys. This is the game the Cowboys it's lose. It's the Cowboys. I, I was this close to picking the Cowboys. They I, haven't won a playoff game in 25 years. Uh, I think they won one. Or no, they haven't got to the conference. They haven't got to the conference championship. championship. Yeah. They won. Romo won one game. Yeah, Dak he did. won one game because Dak and them lost. Remember the, uh, the yeah, Dak, yeah, yeah, no, they called it game? Yeah, they won. They they haven't been to the conference yeah, championship. Been to, excuse which, me. But that's also kind of like, you know, we're going to get into the Lakers later, but like there's a higher standard for the Cowboys. Like, 100%. You, you can't. Mark Sanchez has been to the conference Mark championship twice. 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 Since y'all last been there. That's that's all you need to Rex know. Rex Grossman and Jay Cutler went to a conference championship. Yeah. Like, you, you got to have a higher standard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At, at this point, I don't even know what the issue is anymore. Because we can't sit up here and blame McCarthy. They was doing the same shit with Jason Garrett. Mike McCarthy, though, is kind of a shit coach. He, no, he is. He is. He's, he's kind of a shit coach. He has a reputation because they won all those damn games in Green Bay. But, but by was, the end was, of it, was Aaron Rodgers, everybody. Man. It wasn't just Aaron Rodgers. Everybody was but like. Also, when you play in the NFC North, that's at least five wins. <laughs> off top. Like, off I top. think they do. I think Mike McCarthy. If they were smart, they would have got rid of him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is, what it was about that team and why they they failed so hard. But yeah, when I watched it, when I, I I said all of that to say like the Niners coming into the playoffs, I was like, man, their fucking defense is rounding into shape. Yeah. They got the ground game back, and that's like. Sort of how you beat these explosive teams, like you keep them soft in the that soft that lineup exactly, yeah. and just like, damn, they're about to do it to them, aren't the they? Quarterback and every and every Cowboys fan was sick, but you know, again, even when you were watching those games, not like Jimmy G was like 
lighten people Jimmy up. Jimmy G's a weird case because Jimmy G is like he can one minute look like the worst quarterback on planet Earth, <laughs> and then like the second he, next half look like Joe Montana. It's See, the weirdest. But shit. But Jimmy G plays with a coach who's like. Really effective schemer. Like yeah. a lot of times, he's thrown into windows that are wide open. Yeah. You know, like Mc, um, not McVeigh. Uh, Shanahan is is scheming up stuff for Jimmy G. Right? Like it's not just him. Like pocket passes. Like they, yeah. you know, there was certain throws that you saw in that Bills Chiefs game where it's like that, no other quarterback other shit, can right? execute this throw. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, no other receiver could go out and get that. But, like, Jimmy G, a lot of it is scheme-dependent. He's just bad, and he was just – he was so fucking bad. He was so bad. Like he that was last, so terrible, But I will say this bro. about the Niners. I can't blame it. Blaming it just on Jimmy G to me is like a cop-out. Sure. They lost that game. Yeah. They were, nah. Tart dropped I, – I, I said that, Matthew Stafford is going to give you the yeah. game. And that's why I can't, can't let Stafford himself. off the hook yet. He gave it to him. He can't He just himself. said No. He's just he's just a cowboy. <laughs> he dropped it. Not like a Dallas cowboy, but like an actual cowboy. Yeah, like he, he's he a gunslinger. Dropped it. And then like Shanahan, he started doing that shit he did in the Super Bowl, calling BS plays. Like I don't think Debo talked uh, caught the ball like the whole last eight minutes of the game. And I'm like, this is your number one weapon, man. But the Niners, we all Jimmy G is gonna be gone. They're gonna build this around Trey Lance. Yo, they were in, like they were on their way to the conference championship. And it was like, yeah, no, this is these are possibly Jimmy G's last or two last games. There's no scenario under. No, nah, they could have won a Super Bowl. Super Bowl, and they were like, no, He's we're, done. we're not, we're not, no. They're gonna put their faith in Trey Lance. And I will say this about Trey: he's a black guy, so I hope he does well. Yeah, but same. You know how I feel up project quarterbacks. Yeah, it's tough. Mitchell Trubisky was a project quarterback. Like it, when you, been, Josh Allen was a project quarterback. Yeah, but at least Josh Allen was like we seen some. Tannehill was a project quarterback. Yeah, but even Tannehill, we see that's why we, and that's why they own. <laughs> like, like Trey has a lot of. You know, Trey is kind of like Mitch to me in the concept they have mm. the tools. Sure. Now, granted, he has a much better situation than Mitch. What's did. his name was a project, but people didn't see it that way. Um, Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold was a project. Sloppy footwork. But even then, terrible like, Sam accuracy. Not he was like, good. oh, he's got a strong arm and he's athletic. Like he can move. I'm like, that's great. But this dude has no fundamentals. Right, right, right. So it's like, I think Trey, he has the potential, but I don't know if they should, you know, be attaching their ship to him. But, mm. you know, it is what it is. But with the Rams, what's about the Rams? I'm not letting Stafford off the hook. I'm just not. He got to win next week. Yeah. He got to win. I got it because he, he gave it to the Niners. And I never yeah. thought Stafford was a bad quarterback. And I don't hate Stafford. Like, the Bears would kick the Lions' ass all the time. Like, I just, right. Like, like, he used to always beat them. Like, free free W when you play the Lions. Like, so that's not a – I don't have a beef with him. It's just he's not – you're not that guy, pal. He's in that video. Like, that's just right. not him. So, he got to go out there and prove it to me. He's done it so far. Like, he's made the big plays. But he still has, you know, flashes of the old Stafford. And he, and he tried his best to, to give it away. But salute to the Rams. Um, Next week, I'll be breaking down a Super Bowl. You know, I don't really know who I'm going to pick, but I do know who I'm rooting for because I don't I don't like L.A. sports fans to be happy. I'm just <laughs> – I'm with that. Leave, living around I understand. Them. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be able to just watch the game and enjoy it. Maybe yeah. I will place a bet. I don't ever gamble, but the Super Bowl presents an opportunity to do some fun stuff gambling-wise. I might throw a 50-piece on, yeah. on a team. Who knows? Let's see, um, see what happens. It's going to be – I wish I was – But I love Burrow. I, I, I want to see OBJ win a chip. Yeah. Because they really tried to put they try to, oh, before that sorry criminal ass. Baker Mayfield. 
Baker Mayfield. Yeah. They try to put that on my boy. Like, really try to say yeah. you're making this guy worse. Baker Mayfield has more commercials than touchdowns. Like, like <laughs> I'm just, he's sober Johnny Manziel. So, right. uh, so I'm happy. Yeah. That OBJ's getting is just dude. Cooper Cup is so fun to watch because like can't nobody cover him. And, and what makes me upset is not is he's, he's a white receiver. It ain't got nothing to do with him. It's just like it's Black History Month. Like and you know, <laughs> we got a white receiver out here. Like I was so happy he didn't break Megatron's record. See, but the thing is though, he's not like a Amendola. He's not or Wes Welker who were like white bros and yeah, they he's were not like a really cocky guy. too. Yeah, yeah, they were cocky as hell. Them yeah. little white boys on New England. <laughs> Um, oh, you see the way he said that? <laughs> cocky little shit. No, um, I don't know. It's something about Cooper Cup that I, I said Cooper Cup. I'm um, Cooper Cup that I ride Shout with. Shout out to Steph Curry. <laughs> you stupid. You sick. You're sick, Scott. Don't be a toxic male podcast host, Scott. Don't do that. We're not going to get fresh and fit on here. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't start calling yourself an alpha male. Don't. Don't go there. Don't start asking shorties what they bring to the table. Don't do it, Scott. Hell no, I don't do that shit. Hell no. <laughs> but you know, with, 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 yeah, with Cooper Cup, you know, Cup is like he's an actual receiver. Like you know, my, my like my thing with Tyreek Hill. Not that I don't think Tyreek Hill is good. I think if Tyreek Hill was on any other team, we wouldn't be talking about him. Mm. Like, I think Cooper Cup is good on any team. Yeah, facts. You know, Tyreek Hill benefits a lot from Patrick Mahomes and just because he's fast as hell. Like Cup is like a possession possession for guy. sure. And and the ill shit about when they brought OBJ in is like those one-on-one balls those like you just gotta straight up beat the guy yeah. uh, really quick and snatch it out the air OBJ brings that dimension that Cup didn't have it Cup of course is just precision like anytime you play man against this dude it's like bro like I'm going to cook you he's gonna cook you you don't know where I'm going bro like, and, and you be like how did he get that damn wide open like, I saw that so many times last week it man. be good ass coverage good coverage too. yeah and he just be open. It just, it just don't make no sense, man. But uh, last, we're going to do one more NFL topic before we get to the NBA. But just quick, who you think was going to win next week? Just, you know. I haven't made my pick. My I early gut it. It tells me it's the Rams. Yeah. They just got more game breakers, more splash plays that, that they have access to. Aaron Donald and... And Von Miller against that line. Jalen Ramsey. Uh, it's just it's going to be tough. It's shaping up like, damn. Like, if you had to ask me today, I'll say the Rams, but when there's a Stafford, there's a way. And so. For sure. And But the thing is, too, you know, in order for their D-line to be unleashed, they have to build a lead and get Cincinnati into obvious passing yeah. downs, right? Cause, yeah. So that last drive with Jimmy G, it's not just that Jimmy G's a bum. They won't run It's that Vaughn Miller was like, all right, I'm lining up way out right. here. <laughs> And, like, I can use every single move that I know in my arsenal because, like, I know y'all going to pass. Right. I don't even have to think about the run. So once that starts happening, it's gonna be and then tough. Aaron Donald. And then they already oh. got a bad offensive line. Oh. Bad offensive line. Yeah, you know? so they got to keep it out of these obvious passing downs, obviously. You say you hear, when you hear, like, football preview, you hear the same shit. Stay out of um freaking don't, third and long. Yeah, don't make it a long third down. You know what I'm saying? Also, Zach. Taylor. He's a, oh, I'm glad you said he's that. Not, he's a bad coach. I'm sorry. He's a bad good. coach. They're, they're winning in spite of and him. He's not. He's not a good, good coach, bro. Yeah. And and you know how you know how I know it's true. Nobody's calling him a genius right. on TV. <laughs> Nobody's like, yo, the Zach Taylor coaching tree. Yeah. How did we get the next Zach nope, Taylor? How did we do with McVay that time? None of the offensive coordinators gonna get interviewed. No, no, no. no. like Zach Taylor is like, bruh. 
So, yeah, right now I got to be leaning Rams. Yeah. And they're at home. Like, they're they going to be. But that could be bad, that, too. That don't, but look, this thing, like, it's a Super Bowl. No, I don't mean that the home crowd. Like, they're home and they're comfortable. Oh, yeah, right. That's true. You That's know true. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they could do everything right. They yeah. got everything they need right at their disposal because yeah. they're home. And they're probably chilling this week. Like, Chill. They're they back in cold-ass Cincinnati. They probably, like, in a hole right now. Like, oh, man. Like, I don't know. Yes. Uh, Odell might be at the W right now, for all I know. I don't, I don't know Getting spas, on. watching Getting film, it, doing what he got to do. And this is actually the first real Super Bowl in L.A. Because the last one was, like, the 92... The Cowboys won, but mm-hmm. that was Pasadena. Like, yeah. If anybody who doesn't live in Los Angeles, Pasadena is not, not LA. really. It is LA. not LA at all. It's not. It's it's it's, it's a decent it's amount. Not. It's it's out there, and it's like you got to drive over a damn mountain to get there. It's, I'm pretty sure the Cowboys didn't actually visit Los Angeles when they were here that week. Facts. Yeah. Like no. That, and then you know, it'd be smart. It'd be, Jimmy would, Johnson kept them in. in it would Pasadena. be smart too, and you know, playmaker. Probably did a great visit um, oh, afterwards. Mike, Mike's my man. I don't wanna, I've seen know. Playmaker out, by the way. Um, great guy. He Just looks like he's the a, nicest a great dude. Guy. People yeah. coming up to him and he's like, "Yo, it was good, chilling, all of that." He's great. I, I, I want to meet him and, and Dion, man. Those are come kind of my my, my idols from a young end. But last NFL topic, we're gonna get into the biggest NFL story right now: Brian yeah. Flores versus the NFL man. Uh, I saw his. I don't know. Did you see his interview this morning on uh, Get Up with Greeny? No, I did not. Very good. It's like a 20-minute interview. Okay. It's Flores, it's Liz Lawyers, and Greeny asked some really, really good questions. And Flores basically was, you know, for those of you who don't know, if you live on The Rock last 48 hours by the time this comes out, is he still in the NFL because, you know, he doesn't feel that black coaches are getting an a, a actual shot, which, of course, we can all see. There's only one coach in the NFL, black coach. And it's happened to be Mike Tomlin. Uh, to NFL, and he said there was a situation where Bill Belichick, and I think Bill did this on purpose. I don't. Bill, Bill did the Larry David. This. Acc- accidental text on purpose. Uh- <laughs> accidental. He definitely pulled the Larry David. <laughs> accidental text. Yo, Bill operating in the mold of Larry David just has me in tears. <laughs> like, Bill That's didn't want to get back at the Giants for decades. Like, I feel like, and maybe, maybe Bill just had a, a senior moment. Like, but he also those his people though. Yeah, like they he gave probably, him his his shot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Maybe like, he probably don't have. He probably just got him. He has a relationship Brian. with the Maras. That, yeah. that that's how I think. That's how I think he knew. That's a good point. You know what I'm saying? Like, he has a relationship with them. You know, it's funny. I was talking to my boy Kareem, who's a fellow Jet fan. He had a complete opposite um, take. He was like, you know Belichick threw them two Super Bowls because he loved the Giants so much. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So, there's all kinds of conspiracies. That's a Kyrie goofy meme uh, take right there. (laughs) But, yeah, I feel bad for Bill because it was probably an honest mistake, bro. He literally was – he probably ain't even know Flores was being interviewed for the shit. (laughs) He was probably just like, yo, congrats, bro. Good for you. You one of my former assistants – you one of my former employees – Good for you, bro. Happy for you. Kill it. Whatever. You're not even into my freaking conference. I don't even got to think about you. Yeah. You know, get the hell away from Josh <laughs> Allen. Stop cooking me. Stop cooking me, right. Like, straight up. Like, bro, they didn't punt the whole game. The whole game. So, you know, I feel bad for, for Belichick and as, as much as I could possibly feel bad for Belichick, but... You know, it's, it's 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 the same story with the NFL. Like, their owners just don't think black people can do it. They yeah. just don't. If they did, they would hire more black people. They don't think black men make good coaches. I mean, that was obvious from what he said that Joe uh, John Elway did. They said John Elway and the owners came into the interview drunk, hungover, and mm. an hour late. Wait, who said that? 
That's what Brian Flores said when he interviewed for the Broncos. He said job. that on Get Up? Yeah, on Get Up. Yeah, wow. But before they hired Vic Fangio, he was uh, in the interview, <laughs> and they came an hour late. John Elway and I think the owner were hungover. Oh, my And Greeny was like, how'd you know? He said, he looked at Greeny like, you know when, when somebody's been out a night before. And, wow. you know, they weren't really paying attention to him, man. But my initial thought when I heard Damn. this was, was, one, it was funny as hell to build and have Brian full name. And the fact he old and he probably just got Brian. <laughs> you know? And we know he don't put pictures in his phone. So that was the funny part. So it's like, <laughs> once I got over the initial comedy of it, I was like, whoa, if he, I hope he's not really trying to be a coach again. Because my nah, issue with, with, with the done. Cap thing was I feel like Cap wanted to be uh, a social justice but also wanted to play. And I'm like, that ain't going to nah, work like that, They're not going to let you back they're in the league. They're not going to let you that. But... When I saw this, he's like, oh, I, I understand that I'm probably not going to get another shot coach. He said, I hope I do, but I'm probably not, but I'm okay with that. He said, if it, if this just has nothing to do with me. You know, and I thought it was a little wild when his lawyer was like, he is the, he is the Rosa Parks of the NFL. <laughs> and I was like, all right, relax. We doing a lot. What are we doing here? It's yeah. football jobs. It's football. It's not you know like, like, you know, voting and like just getting a job at all. Playing or, or my, my favorite uh, barbershop <laughs> bit was Rosa Parks, I ain't do nothing but sit our ass on that bus. Like, yeah, right. like relax. Like, and, and it was a Jewish guy, so he was real off the top. Like, well, you know, he's the next Rosa Parks. You know, like, yeah. I was like, okay, chill out. But, but Brian Flores was like, you know, I understand it's not, but I feel like the change needs to happen. Mm. And they said they're not, they're not settling. So they're going full steam with this. What's your overall thoughts on the whole thing? Look, uh... First of all, it's obvious that he's just tight. Yeah. He, he's mad. Rightfully so. Like, he was pissed off. Because to bring this lawsuit, that that thing only happened 10 days ago. Yeah. Or not, well, however many days. Two, three weeks, yeah. yeah. And so, for you to get have that happen to you, and basically 9, 10 days later, have a lawsuit drafted, a clash ash, action suit drafted, just shows, like, he really felt he was a way off. about yeah, it. He's, he's just off. like, this is Bullshit. And I feel like he was. I feel like he was uh, not just disrespectful, but kind of like embarrassed. Like, yeah, because the Fangio thing, man. Like, and nobody thinks Vic Fangio is like some incredible coach. He's already out he's of a, there. He's, he's a good defensive guy. He was Bears defensive coordinator. He's not a head coach, right? Yeah. But he's already out of there. Which yeah, he's is, gone. To tell, yeah. It's not like they hired their next McVay or their next Shanahan. Right. Their next they hired decade guy yeah. Fangio, and who obviously did not do as good a job in Denver as you know Flores did in Miami. Yeah. Miami. I just think he would like the, the the speed with which he did it shows me that he's tight because. These kinds of things are hard to they prove don't take in, co- a, right, in court. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think he's just like, nah, like, we're taking them to court. We're going to depose these fools. We're not settling for the bread. We want everything to be made public of how the system works. Yeah. My thing is, man, the only way that some real, actual, tangible change could happen would be, for one, for the players to step up to the plate, which is just kind of like, the players they can't even using get the their will their they can't get on the same page for CBA. They're right. Not you know doing what I'm saying? This. Like yeah. to do that for coaches just seems like they didn't unlikely. do it for their own with cap. And then the second thing that would need to happen is us. 
satisfied fed football fans. Hey, man, like I said, <laughs> look, I'm going to be very clear. I can be very clear. Roger Goodell could call me a nigga to my face, and I'll be like, that's your opinion. I'm going to forever watch. It just is what it is. I love football, bro. There's no two ways about it. Like, you know, there was a time, I'm not going to lie, like when the cap stuff first happened, and, you know, I, I, I could be real. Like, I'm a Jets fan. It was kind of easy to ignore the NFL because I was, like, just feeling disgusting about it, right? And it's not like my own team was doing great, and so I had to watch it. Right. So I was able to, for like a season and a half, just just avoid it, go to Super Bowl parties, et cetera, and do whatever. Um, but now I'm just fully back on board. Like I'm back. <laughs> I think a lot of people are. I'm just fully just like, this is it. I Love seen it. somebody at the Charger game with a cap, the black jersey, and I was like, it defeats the purpose. Yeah, of that. yeah I don't understand what you're doing with, with, with like that. A, with one of them, you know, them expensive uh beers at a game that's like easily fifteen dollars. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you're trying. I don't know what you're trying. Like, to what are you do trying to do that? here? Like, and I feel like it was like a what six are you month, protesting right? exactly right now? I feel like there was like a year period. Like, I remember even when I my last job, I'm like I was in the kitchen one time. One of my coworkers, he was like, uh, "So what are you doing this weekend?" I'm like, "Motherfucker, it's the Super Bowl." Like, what kind of question is that? He's like, "You still watch football?" Uh, yeah. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> and I still got a theory that if 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 Kaepernick was actually a good quarterback, he wouldn't have got out. Like, I mean, let, 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 I feel like if if, if Patrick Mahomes decided to do the same shit right now, it would still be so. Backlash. Here's the difference. I think for sure, when when he by the time he got blackballed, he was just as good a quarterback as Jimmy G is right now. Oh, for sure. 100 percent and 100%. Jimmy G's gonna get another job. He's gonna get a starting job. Yeah, let true. alone backup That's and all point. of that kind of stuff. Well, you know I always say like that he, he was clearly still a starting NFL. quarterback. Yeah. You know, and starting quarterbacks don't grow on trees. That's how to show you how tight they was. Good quarterbacks don't grow. On you know what I'm saying? Like so, it's so hard that if you even got an okay quarterback, you got to pay him. Yeah, just look at what Jared Goff got. You know what I'm saying? Like, just think about that. Mm -hmm. Think about um, the dude, the freaking, uh, what's his name, man, that used to be on the Eagles? Uh, That's on the Colts now. What's his face? Oh, you're talking about Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Look at yeah. him. He's going to get a second contract. Yeah, he he's getting he's getting a second look. Like, so, <clears throat> just think about their level of play. Cap was at that level yeah. by the I time agree. he got blackballed. But, yeah, I, like, look, we're not going to. Turn away and be like, NFL, we don't like your no, business practices, so we're going to stop watching. So, players not going to do it. We're not going to do it. The owners are never going to see a difference in their bottom line. And we know for a fact that's the only thing that moves them. They never do something because it's out of the goodness of their heart. That's not how these Roger people Goodell operate. Roger Goodell man, he don't, he don't give a shit, man. Like, I, think, like, I think Goodell does give a shit, but he works for the owners. That's, this is also true. You know this what I'm saying? So, like, what's he going to do? I always say Jerry Jones is the co-commissioner of the NFL. Facts. Like, like, he has a lot of power. And I think that, I don't know how this is going to end up, but I do. I, I, I First, I was like, I didn't know what his angle was, but now that after watching the interview, I, I applaud him. I applaud yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, nah. Actually, he want to put these people on blast. He want to put them under. And he want to put them on front street. He wants to embarrass people I, I, publicly. I, I am for public embarrassment. Yeah. I, I, I love I, it. And by the way, I'm somebody who believes in the power of public ridicule. Me, me too. 
I really do believe like there's something too like every time I walk into that restaurant, people like like people feel that shit. Oh, one hundred percent. I think it matters. Even rich people, powerful people, want to be able to go to fucking Nobu or Carbone or wherever the fuck they like to go and be able to do it in peace and not have people stare and pointing like, ain't that the dude that grabbed the chick's tit at his job? You know what I'm saying? Like people want to be able to live in peace, and I do think like getting dragged through the mud and having some of your dirty laundry out there. Like, the shield don't like that, man. I'm telling you, I I, I think it's gonna have an impact. Oh, my, my favorite, way. one of my favorite lines from Entourage is when uh uh Ari told E, you're embarrassing me in front in court. Like just you embarrass me in the restaurant. What are you doing? Like that's the that's exactly what the NFL doesn't want. Also, I and just for the, the viewers and the listeners, like, look, man's said there's no number they would settle for, but right. we all know. We all know. Everybody has, has a, a number. <laughs> Everybody has a number. There's a number. What the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase said, there's always a price. There's always, <laughs> there's a, price. always a price. So, and, and again, this is not some poor league. We're no, talking about the National Football League. They Cap got, got money. cashed out. Exactly. So we don't, we Cap, I think Cap got so much money, they didn't even announce it. That's how I know Cap got no, cashed No, I think they did say that. I think they said how much he... I don't, I don't remember. I think I think it's an NDA that they had to sign. Oh, like, okay, he well... He got cashed out, and all of a sudden, he got a Netflix series. Yeah, I would say, man... Because, um, like, let's just say they was just like, yo, because of the way we did this, we probably cost you, like, 60, 60 mil million, in yeah. career earnings. Hey 60? man, you, you pay me, and, and and the whole did you the other thing when we gonna move on is when they said he was offered hundred thousand per game to tank. Look, man, I'd have the Dolphins, I'd have those, <laughs> I'd have the only sixteen Lions looking like the eighty nine Niners. I'd have been going for it on four. I'd have been going Wildcat with Matthew Stafford. It it have been nasty. Uh, like so, you know, you're a better man than me. But you know, and then Hugh Hugh Davis came out. Well, it did me like Hugh Davis. You just stink. Okay, like it's just it's, it's not it's not that. They would have been bad. able to get uh yeah. Joe Burrow if that was the case. You know, but look at that. It's gonna be something to monitor, man. You know, when it, it's gonna be a, a topic of conversation for this week. But you know, next week when we're gonna talk about Stafford Burrow, yeah, it's gonna be a, it's, it's gonna be in there. But uh, let's get to the NBA, man. Yeah, uh, let's, let's do get it. to the NBA. You you got a new show, man? You got a, a new podcast? Or is it? Yeah, man. I'm hosting a podcast for the Ringer NBA show feed. Um, it's basically me, man. Uh, bringing on guests, people around the um the league as far as media. We'll try to get some players and other people to come. On, but yeah, weekends with Waz on the Ringer NBA feed. I'm I'm doing that, and of course, I do the group chat show on the Ringer NBA feed every single Wednesday. And you've got so uh, check the that fresh out. What's, what's full the, court fits, full court fits, which is on the Ringer's YouTube. We cover NBA fashion as well as just like you know sneaker culture, different stuff. You know, Mike's, Virgils, all that type of shout out, all shout that type to, of good shout stuff. Shout out to Bill Simmons, everybody over there, man. They like the original, the podcast originators. Yeah, man. yeah, so, yeah, sir. You know, Bill Simmons, they call him the Podfather for the a reason. Father. He's definitely in the sports media space for sure is the podfather. I just want to clarify because podcast been getting a bad name lately and like, you know, sports it, podcast. Sports podcast. Let's be very Not clear. relationship advice. I don't, I don't get on Love any advice. podcast to say, "Hmm, what do you do you do $200 dates?" Do you? Yeah, nah, that's Look, crazy. I, I, I don't do that type of shit, <laughs> that's but crazy. But <laughs> but you got that going on, man. So of course, the NBA. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. I, and this is my guy. This is one of my, my day one guys. A lot of people don't know we 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 got cool over our early heat 
Bulls yeah, yeah, battles. man. Back when the NBA was the NBA, yeah, man. Back when, right, back when men were back men. when Twitter was Twitter. <laughs> back when, yeah, when when, when nothing was was thread. There, no, yeah. no, there were no threads. Yeah, wasn't no thread. My thread, thread, thread forthcoming. Right. No, it, it nobody was nobody was doing that. We was, was getting that off in hundred forty cat. Was it hundred twenty? It was hundred and twenty. Hundred twenty characters. Yeah, you know what I'm saying wasn't it two eighty four? That's yeah. way too much. <laughs> you know, this is like everybody talk about top tier slander. Nothing will ever. Count top the 2011 finals. Nah, they it was crazy. They were for two and a half weeks. It, I've never seen stop. them like it. Like the internet moves past stuff in two, three, in day two, three in, days increments. Yeah. The LeBron meltdown against Dallas, that, oh. that refused to stop. We were talking about the 07 Patriots. Imagine it happened during the Twitter era. Oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> but oh my <laughs> it had been nasty, man. But that's what we, you know, that we originally got cool. And then, you know, we linked up. Well, I think the first time we met was actually out here, like when you visited, before you moved out here. Y'all had a party and we yeah, came yeah, out Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts, facts. Time, then you eventually moved in. Now, I want y'all to know, he was more, I ain't never going to be no L.A. dude. He's more LA. He, him and Pavi are the most LA guy who not from LA dudes I know. But in my the life. difference between me and Pavi is that I liked LA from the minute that but I moved here. Pavi used to go back home to Chicago. No, I forgot I had a roommate week. for a, long, a lot of time. That's crazy. Yeah, we are in Pavi Studios. Right yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah. You, you yeah, know I wouldn't have this. Up. His nickname now is The Bachelor. The, That's yeah, what his the, nickname the bachelor, is. The bachelor. He told me he wanted to be Bruce Wayne with like a, with like a, a straight face. <laughs> but <laughs> we go. We're gonna Shouts do a to little my brother shout Pavy. out to Pavy. But you know, we're gonna do a little uh NBA overreaction. You know, one of the yeah, shows I like watching, Rich Eisen show, when they do NFL overreaction. Now mm-hmm. I, I wanna be doing this, but I'm the only one on my shows. I don't have anybody to bounce back with. So I'm gonna give uh I got six topics. Uh we know it's gonna overreaction or not overreaction. The first one I'm gonna go with is the Lakers will miss the playoffs altogether, including the play-in. Is that an overreaction or not an overreaction? It's not an overreaction because we don't know the extent of LeBron's injury. Um, knee soreness, knee this, oh, he's good. Oh, he left the team to go back to L.A. to get it looked at. The man is 37 years yeah. old, 60,000-something minutes A lot played. of miles on him. Uh, yeah, that's something scary and something to monitor, so it's not at all an overreaction. Yeah, I'm going to say it's not an overreaction, too, for the same reasons you said. And even when healthy, this team isn't good. Like, you know, yeah. coming to the season, I said that they weren't going to make the finals, but they way worse than I thought yeah. they Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Of course, injuries play a part in it. I don't want to just, you know, I've kind of eased on my LeBron slander lately. I've just, yeah, yeah. I just put it in, I just don't like him. Like, it has nothing to do with I just skills. don't like him personally. I just personally. don't like the guy. Like, it has nothing. I just don't I haven't like had a, 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 comp, a complaint about his skill in over a decade. Oh he can God. play. I just don't like him. But it's just not a good team. Not a good makeup. And like you said, with his knee, that he I wouldn't be surprised if he called it the season. Like if all-star break comes and they're still 9-10 and he's not looking too good, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets season ending yeah. surgery. I, I wouldn't be shocked. So um my next one, of course it's a Homer one. The Chicago Bulls will win the Eastern Conference. <laughs> That's a ridiculous overreaction. <laughs> ridiculous. That's it's it's a it's a bit it's a bit over the top. Okay. Because of the injury component. Yeah. Like I don't think they have the best roster in the East. I think clearly Brooklyn and Milwaukee have better rosters. Yeah, but Brooklyn's a concept. Okay, fair. That's a fair. <laughs> that's a fair criticism. Yeah. I think they have clearly have better rosters. And then you know like. These injuries, man, like, we get, we got to see what happens because Lonzo and AC, what they do as perimeter defenders, they is, change everything, the complexion bro. of what they want to do. And so we got to see how that, like, that's, if they can't stop people at the point of attack and their backline defense is fucking Vucevic, like, that's, too, that, it, 
It's too much to overcome. Get. Now, I agree with that because just you can see from defensively, this team went from like 7th defensively to like 18th. Yeah, that's Caruso not great. Caruso has been out. And 18th is not great, right, if I'm not mistaken? It's not great. Okay. It's not, especially cool. when you were top 10 before. Yeah. Like, and so, like, I just watching over the last couple, really since they've been injured, the Bulls have been – they just like they can outscore people, but they yeah. were in a shootout with the Orlando Magic. Last that's not. Yeah. That's not good. It's Cole Anthony and a bunch of Cole people. Anthony and Scrubs, like you <laughs> know, like, and, and Wendell Carter only hoops well against the Bulls. Nowhere else. <laughs> so I, I actually, I think it's an overreaction too. When I when I wrote it, I actually laughed when I wrote it. I just want to take it the Bulls. Like, I'm of you know, I'm not drinking the Kool Aid all the way. I think it's been a fun season, super fun. And I think for me, for it to be a good season, they have to at least for me to be happy when in season over. They have to at least win. The first round and, and you hear the cliche All the time You know you want to Root for that guy But DeMar DeRozan Is somebody yeah. I really love Rooting for yeah. Like he stands For all of the right stuff the, the progression in his game from when he first started to where he is now, like it's great. he has put so much work into his game and his craft. He's by all accounts a team first guy. All of his dudes love him, which to me is the most important thing. Like the people that you with every single day that you work with, fuck with you. I love rooting for Demar Derozan, so that's a dope story. Yeah, they got a whole you know Zach is doing good. They, they got the slam cover this year, you know, which is I haven't dope, seen dope cover two that Bulls on a slam cover probably ever because <laughs> we know they wouldn't put. Like, and I know greatest of all time, Scottie Pippen was was never on the cover with Mike. Ever, <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> ever. Uh, D Rose will always have solo. Where covers. you at? Where you at with Scottie Pippen? He, he's right dead now. to me. <laughs> he's dead to me. Like I say, and it's not even just for like you know. For the Even way- after the Remember he said They keep talking about The flu game Nobody talks about The bad back game Yeah Yeah yeah. Okay yeah Nobody talks about You quitting on your team In 1994 You know And you know Phil I know Phil loves Scotty But saying that Scotty was MVP in 94 Is a load of crap God. When, when yeah. Hakeem Olajuwon Was there David Robinson it, yeah. It's BS But like Besides the fact That he's talking about Mike Which you can't do In Chicago You can't And I've been to Two Bulls games This year And usually The hierarchy in jerseys Is Mike Scotty and then whoever's a current player Now it's Mike Levine mm. I've seen more DeRozan in balls Than I've seen in Pippen wow. In the last two Bulls games I've so been So Pippen is losing He's, he's been diminished he's, in the eyes yeah. of the community And on top of that He got Future talking about him on, on albums So it's like his Jersey <laughs> gotta come down from the Raptors <laughs> oh, man. man. But, uh, third one man um, Kyrie Irving has played his last game in Brooklyn Like in the actual city of Brooklyn I just refuse to believe that I okay. just can't believe that something's not gonna get worked out or that his man's just like can't like bro like we all got the jab we haven't turned into <laughs> zombies yet like I get that you don't want the embarrassment of going back on your word but you can admit that maybe you overreacted yeah. about the law like the implications and yeah. all of this stuff we don't know and all of this stuff like that don't I don't know or. Again, like, New York City just elected a mayor, Eric Adams, black dude who used to be a freaking cop. Yeah. Um. So he's not like, you know, forgive the term, but he's not like some woke. No, of course not. Ultra lib dude. And they like, said cons- uh, con- multiple times that they're not changing the rules. They even said last night during the Phoenix game. No, the Nets aren't going to go, but I wonder if Eric Adams is able well, to get New York City to well, change Well, the thing it. was, uh, Chris Haynes said he actually spoke. To Eric Adams mm. last night, and halftime. he was like, "Nah." He said, "No, they're not." Oh doing man! Yeah. So if Eric Adams won't do it for the sake of being unwoke, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like you refuse. Like, like the idea right? that you're not gonna play home playoff games, Kyrie. Yeah, 
That seems insane to me. But this is why I don't think it's overreaction because everything we've seen over Kyrie yeah. since he's been out of Cleveland. I'll say this about Kyrie. He he lost game checks. Oh, for sure. He said, I don't care. No, nobody cares more than Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons lost $19 million this year, like something like that. So but I, don't, I think Ben Simmons, he might be getting – they don't the, – the reporting is kind of murky around it, but I think his little fake mental health stuff has given <laughs> him a, a pat. And he's it's fake. You know why it's fake and I'm not a afraid to say it they're telling because teams are telling Philly like how are we going to trade for a dude whose mental health doesn't allow him to play and his people have put out like yo nah if we get traded mental health going to be straight Soon as we get traded, so which one traded. is it? He gonna come out and he's like, well, you know, I've got peace now. You know, yeah, I, I miss me anyway. And I also think it's disrespectful, you know, in this era we have, we're like we're actually talking about ridiculous, mental like we like it's, we should. It's absurd, but it's disrespectful people who actually have that it's problem. Ridiculous. And it's like, dude, like get out. He here. is a ridiculous human he's being. Ridi- I'm tired of him and Kyrie, but like Facts. the reason I say, it's but I'm not more a- tired of Ben Simmons because Kyrie's actually performed right, right, exactly. in big spots exactly. for his team. Um, I've never Irvin. seen Ben Simmons do anything good in a big game. He let Trey Young size him up. I and yo, did you that. see the Ramona Shelburne story? Which one? Where he said, "Oh, he felt like he's tight that 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 Joel tried to blame him for the oh, loss yeah, I that, yeah. when when they lost to the Raptors." To the Raptors, yeah. <laughs> I ain't blame him. Excuse the Ben Simmons have like a crazy Raptors series. Yeah. By the way, I think in the seven games, Jimmy Butler was a star of that series. He was, but in the seven games, um, I think that it came out to something like I forget the amount of minutes that it was, but they got outscored by something like a ridiculous amount of points with that Joel sat. Yeah. So basically, they lost that series in the minutes that Joel and B was not on the floor with them. Yeah. That's just facts. I think a lot of things about that series people forget because the Kawhi shot was so big that he forget Jimmy Butler hit the game winner. Jimmy Butler was amazing. Jimmy Butler was amazing and, in that and, series. And y'all wanted to. Don't yeah. say y'all. I'm a day one. I'm day one Jimmy guy. Yeah, I've been, Jimmy is. I've been man, Jimmy since he didn't have a lining. He's everything that Ben Simmons doesn't right. stand for. <laughs> and hard why, work, hard no work. entitlement. Yeah. Actually getting it done for your guys brings it every, like forget about it. And this isn't it. something that Ben Simmons just went toe to toe with LeBron in the finals. Like stop, yeah, get out of here. And this isn't something that Ben Simmons just had in the league. If you he has his documentary about his year in LSU, he was he was acting the same way then. He yeah. didn't want to go to class. He want to go he to was practice. A diva. That's just how dude it is, man. When you have your ass kissed your whole life, it can't be a good thing. Yeah, yeah. But I would say it's not a rush because I feel that Kyrie, like he, I truly believe he don't care. I really don't. Yeah. Care. And I think the Heat is gonna. Get turned up when the playoffs come and deciding you know when when KD nah, does come. He back. has to play in the play. He has to get but the we'll jab see. in the playoffs. Uh, my next one, uh, LeBron James championship window is closed. Overreaction or not an overreaction? I think it's an overreaction. Okay. Um, just because he's still really freaking good. Um, and like he's just so good still. And I remember we thought his championship window was cooked. Like after. You know, the not even before the Warriors even got KD, like the Warriors itself. Yeah. We was like, yeah, there's just no way a LeBron team them. is going to beat this type yeah. of team and all of that. Then they ended up beating them. Then when Golden State got KD, Golden it's State, like, like Yo, we by the time up. Golden State is done winning championships, like LeBron's not going to matter at all. Then he wins in 20, 2020. So Allegedly. I won't say that. I think it's an overreaction. Mickey Mouse championship. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Let yeah. the Bulls have won that championship. You, know, you, you know would have been like, 
you know what's funny? That's the hardest championship no, look, anybody no, ever is, had I'm to gonna win. You, this is gonna, you're going to laugh about this. In 2020, I did not want the White Sox to win the World Series. I knew I was going to have to defend that for the rest of my life. <laughs> I knew that I was going to have to defend it for the rest of my life. I was so – I wasn't, like, happy that we lost to Oakland, but right. I was kind of relieved. Like, yeah. I can't defend this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, them, like, it, I, I'll laugh so hard if the Rams have a parade before the Lakers and the Dodgers. I will laugh. So hard. That's crazy. If there's yeah. a Ram parade, that is crazy to think about. Before the Dodgers, like the Dodgers, like the funny thing I about forgot the, the Dodgers won the World point, Series. Exactly. Wow. They, and they were in a bubble. Right. They went and then and then when 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 it was crowds and Dodgers Stadium and uh, Staples Center, both teams lost. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I'll say I'll say it's a slight overreaction just because he has been playing so well. And give I don't one think. Second. Let me hit these dudes. My my work homies. Just give okay. Me one second. Well, I will say that with, with LeBron, that um. I would say that's not an overreaction because he's hooping. He's hooping really well right now, but at the same time, they're not going to do anything next year, and I do think he's going to find a way to kind of, like, bounce back next year to try to have one last shot at it. So it's not closed, but the door is closed no, it's a little bit. freaking closing. It, it's closing. And AD, wake up. AD. He's a superstar. Jesus Christ, he's bro. Just, it, what, they get the farm for you. You get paid the max. Like, come on, man. You're supposed to be the guy who takes the Be-a crown. Super, I don't think he wants it. He doesn't want it. He's not that type he of guy. He doesn't want it. He's, he's happy getting paid, showing I up. I tell you, Chicago did not know who and he was. And by the way, AD... I can't say I wouldn't be doing the same thing in your position. Um, just pay me. Right. <laughs> don't ask. Don't ask too I'm much. I'm living of me. in LA. I don't care yeah. much. But um, so I got two more. Um, then we are gonna wrap this up with one more topic. Um, the newfound parody in the NBA is bad for the league. I don't think it's bad for. I don't think it's bad for. I think there's an overreaction. I think it's a good thing that new stories are developing. I think. Because all of the great stories have been so LeBron-centric, even the Steph stuff was like in opposition to LeBron, I think we just got to develop new stories, new storylines that aren't LeBron-related. And once, and I think we got the guys to do it. We got the Giannis's. We got the John Morant's. We got the Lucas. We got the Jokic's. Like, we have, like, fun, extremely talented guys. So I, I have the confidence that we'll be able to develop fun stuff that isn't just centered around LeBron James like it has been for 20 freaking years, you know? So I think it's overreaction. I almost say it's not for this reason because I think people who watch basketball like us, we like this type of stuff. Like, I love the NBA Finals last year because it was something new. Like, yeah, you know, facts. Two cities that people really don't care about. Like, right. you know, you got, got Milwaukee. Yeah, nobody you ever got, thinks about the Phoenix Suns. You got, I mean, Phoenix number one team in the league. Nobody talking about them. Like, you <laughs> no. don't hear no, every day you turn on ESPN or podcasts, what's wrong with the Lakers? What's wrong with the Nets? Yeah. Hey, did you know the Bulls are really good? Like you know, things yeah. like that. Like you don't hear nothing about them. But like, and I call I call Arizona, Indiana with palm trees. Like there's really not <laughs> anything exciting about Arizona, you know. But with uh with us for us basketball heads, we like before the one thing the NBA has a problem that the NFL doesn't have. They have a lot of casual watchers. Yeah. Like how many people do we see complain? Like oh, I don't want to see the finals. It's Milwaukee. Like forgetting that you've got good storylines and who's yeah. gonna get their first ring, Chris Paul or Giannis. So I think for the casual viewer, which is a good percentage of NBA viewers, that might hurt them a little bit. Yeah. They want to have a super team to have a team to hate. So they want an obvious story that they can follow. Right, exactly. Like Instead of being like, oh, the Memphis Grizzlies drafted John Moran right. and Jared Jackson the <laughs> third. They developed some great players. This is a cool story. The like, regular person doesn't They don't, want, they don't give us, a fuck. I love cool it. Story. I love the Memphis story. Yeah, I, I Even though I kind of diss this important cast and Memphis people will never let me forget about it on Twitter, but I like the story. Yeah, it's know? a good story, but for, for the casual fan, they're not going to care. Like We talk yeah. about this all the, all the time. I didn't like the team 
team when they were playing. But the Heatles were one of the best things ever for the NBA. Like, it was a constant. It was they amazing. really birthed the new era of NBA conversation. Like, it was amazing. We never, a, we never did this 365 with the NBA. Ever the before Heatles. them. Ever. And honestly, I think the NFL's finally getting to where it's like, yeah. you know, if Super Bowl's over now. I'm already thinking over here, like, oh, I can't wait till draft season. Yeah, draft. You know, free agency. Pe- already seen, like, yo, bro. Somebody mentioned something on SportsCenter about this black quarterback from Liberty. Willis, I think his last name or something like that. Um, and I typed in his name just to Google him. Like, who is this person? Bruh, every single major media outlet, such and such and such, is starting to warm up on this. It's the same New Lamar Jackson every yeah. single year. <laughs> but, like, we still fall into it. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I, I definitely, yeah. That's, that's why I think it's probably now. My last overreaction, not overreaction, is the Western Conference is the Phoenix Suns to lose. Not an overreaction. Okay. Um, they clearly got the they got the best record in the league. I think they're the most complete team, and I know that sounds like you know sports jargon, cliche bullshit, but it's like they have no obvious holes. Yeah, they have two great primary ball handlers. They have a big man who protects the rim. They have shooting. They have perimeter defense. Like those are the most important shit that you need in a playoff setting. Um, the only thing you might say is like they're they're superstars. Um, Chris Paul and Devin Booker, like, they're not one-on-one threats on the level of LeBron's and Kawhi's and Giannis's, like, where 99% of playoff, it don't matter. You have yeah, to send two people them. to cover yeah. them. Cover them. Um, it, they're not those dudes, but, man, they don't have any weaknesses. So that's why I would say that they're, they're the team to beat in the West. I'll say they're the team to beat, but I won't. I'll say it's a reaction that they're not, you know, they're to lose because I still think Golden State is, like, yeah, right I gotta there. see Draymond playing Steph. My, that's my, that's my, Steph my moves. biggest fear is when I hear discs and back. That scares me when it comes mm. to Draymond. Yeah. And the fact that he's got this little fifty fifty TNT deal also scares me because like, oh, they expect him to play. Like that's the <laughs> right. thing that kind of scares me a little bit. And we can even see we know what he brings to the table defensively, yeah. but offensively, like you see Clay dribbling a lot now. When he's there, that's, he doesn't have to dribble. No, yeah. And Steph gets easier shots. He's not mm-hmm. going through the slump he's going through. He's a connector on offense yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like I'm concerned about Draymond, but I still think that in a seven game series, I still think that Steph Curry got that. What, what is, I got mind control over Debo. I still think that Steph got that mind control over over Chris. Like I got to yeah. see Chris, you know, beat him. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, because every now and again you watching Chris and he just wants it too bad. He wants it too much, and Steph is like, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> like he just and we want people to care, but like sometimes it's like, bro, you might care too much. And that's what James Harden didn't like. Like, <laughs> like, I'm trying to go to the club, dog, and you talking about shooting. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I want. But that's been NBA overreaction. Last topic, trade deadline's coming up, man. Do you have any predictions about any trades that you think that might go down? I know me as a Bulls fan, what I love about having Arturis Karnas over is he got them shooters on the house. You never know what he's going to do yeah. to actually happen. Nobody knew we were going to get Vooch until, like, it actually happened. So with that, I'm, you know, trying to pay attention to. But what do you think is going to happen next week? I mean, absolutely. I think Jeremy Grant is gone. I think we finally see something with uh, Eric Gordon. Um, and I'm somebody who still thinks the Simmons thing is going to happen. You still think it's going to happen? Because Joel is playing so he's well. He's playing so well. And he's and healthy. you can't tell me that Daryl Morey actually thinks they could win the championship with this team this year. Daryl Morey is insane at the same he's time. He's not, though. He says insane stuff in public. Because he only ever, like, he's always thinking about his own trade leverage. When he says, the Ben Simmons thing could take four For years. For all year, right? <laughs> Come on. You know, so 
I just really, I think the Simmons thing is going to happen. Because, you, like, jo, you can't take Joel's health for granted. And he's playing the best basketball of his career. Put something together, man, and make this man, put put a team together that yeah. this guy could, that could help him reach his goals of winning the championship. Like, fuck Ben. Do this for Joel. Yeah, I think the, I think the, I think the Simmons deal finally happens. Okay, man. We going to see, uh, you know, um... Next week, I'm going to be – we might be in location next week. We might be digital. We don't really know. Still trying to figure that out. But we're going to, you know, talk about trade deadline next week. But um, close it out. I got my Goofy Mog of the week, which is a segment I know everybody looks forward to. This week, I'm giving it to Jim Harbaugh stands. And, and I'm, I'm more specifically talking to Chicago Bears fans here. There's a lot of things over the last – Really, the last twenty years, but more specifically, the last eleven years, that you can get mad about the Bears about hey. missed the playoffs nine out of the eleven years, terrible Jane out terrible Jane. Getting mad at them not hiring Jim Harbaugh is not one of them. Like <laughs> we hear, I've heard. Well, I heard a Bear fan, Bears great Jim Harbaugh. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like he, he was okay as a quarterback, He's not a great. Like we think Bears and great. Also, I think of him as a Colts quarterback. Yeah, like you think exactly. Funnily, like, like he had a good year or two when he was like, oh, he's a he's a Dicker disciple. Dicker was so long. Dicker don't know what day it is today. Like stop bringing up Mike Dicker. So I was like, I'm tired of all that. And they say he's won everywhere he went. Where he went? Last time I checked, he ain't got no Super Bowl. He ain't got no national championship. <laughs> like, I don't care about none of that shit. And the Bears didn't – and they didn't talk to him. And this is the thing that, you know, I'm, I'm going to get on my, my Pavy shit real quick about, you know, now that I cover the team, I'm going to use my, my Woj. They be like, well, he didn't talk to him. Sources tell me they talked. <laughs> So mm. trust me when I tell you this, the Bears and Harbaugh talked. When they found out that Harbaugh wanted a John Gruden-type deal, they was like, we're not paying the coach $100 million. So yeah. Bears fans Smart. get off that train of, you know, he the Bears never do this enough to win. It's 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 tiring. Like there's a lot of things to get mad about, but Jim Harbaugh's not one. He didn't win shit when he was in Michigan. He finally beat Ohio State. Mm-hmm. When when Justin Fields leaves. And so now you want to come to a a, a division that has a guy you couldn't beat. <laughs> it, it, oh, it, it's his ass and nine. So it's like that doesn't make any sense to me. And also he coached like in the NFL ten years ago. Like if that's like me asking for Lovey Smith to come back. They've both been to the same amount of Super Bowls. They both have had multiple winning seasons. It's the same type of thing. And I'm not saying Harbaugh is a bad coach. He's just overrated. It's not to the point where you would give him the keys to the t- kingdom. And you're only saying that because he's probably going to be Vikings coach by the time you're watching this. Mm. That's probably going to happen. And Bears fans going to really lose their shit if he brings Vic Fangio's defense coordinator. Oh, my God. <laughs> the, the 79th the Hallam mentions are going to be a whole other level. So that's my goofy mug of the week. Jim Harbaugh stands. This is not, uh, uh, you know, something hill to die on. But, Wise Man, thank you for joining me. Of course. This was fun, man. It's always good to talk to you, bro. Let them know where they can find you, everything you got going on. Yeah, you know, like check out what we're doing at the Ringer, Ringer NBA show, Full Court Fits, and just follow me anywhere you uh, get your socials. B-I-G-W-O-S, Big Wise everywhere. That's it, man. Yes, sir, man. Of course, you know where to follow me at Bob Chess Scott on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow this great network, HB Media, HB Media TV on Twitter and HB Media Instagram. I want to give a shout out to my Super producers TPJ and Pavy, man. Uh, link up with them, of course. Subscribe to the Barber's Chat Network Patreon, patreon.com backslash Barber's Chat Network. Me and the homie Dante, we got episode 37 of Cinema with the guys. We break it down episode four of Euphoria. Of course, Summer Sessions is on there. Uh, won't have one episode this week. Of course, me and Pav will be on location covering the Clippers game. So check us out next week. And um, of course, uh, at Barber's Chat Network on Twitter and Instagram, man. We're going to holler at y'all next week, Super Bowl week. It's time, man. We almost at the finish line, man. We out. I'm not going to hold you. Triple, double, hat. Right. I know the code, too. 
ice tray, go for trade, yeah we cold too, get that paper on this player, haters old news, money on the other line, so I'm not gonna hold you, money on the other line, so I'm not gonna hold you.